on Inside the Cave. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave. Oh, yeah. Inside the Cave. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. Welcome back inside the cave. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. I, I well, show, man. This, yeah, this tight though. I like this. Show. Inside the cave. This show is great. Inside the cave. Who said that? You're on the number one show. Inside the cave. He gave me a real zap in the gap. We're not about to play with you. Oh, that's funny. Inside the cave. <laughs> How does Kat make her pudding? I don't, I don't know if y'all want me to tell that story completely. My, you guys gotta pull out your head. What comes up with this stuff? Inside the cave. Uh, thank y'all for being a major outlet for a lot of people who need that. Gang bangers. Turn around and interviewing you for having the best podcast in the nation. Don't want to be down with this ass. David, it's so <laughs> Inside the cave. Welcome back inside the cave, the cave podcast.com and go to inside the cave blog.com and register and join our website inside the cave blog.com. Good show today. Uh, finally, we can interview and let you hear our interview with Candy from the Bad Girls Club. We still got to entertain you guys. Yes, there's a new sheriff in town coming in January, but we still have a job to do. I am CB at I'm the real CB. And next to me always is the host of the Dirt Sheets, Joe Dirt. What's going on, everybody? I think I heard the dirtiest thing ever yesterday. And what was Donald that? Trump is the United States president elect. Don't get no dirtier than that. <laughs> yeah, no argument for me. And also with us today, he's a Southern baby from Alabama, Big Dog. Yeah, what's up with me? Hey, like I said today, uh, I don't know if the rest of the guys are showing up, uh, Brother Bell, Cousin Lamar, and all them. Hopefully they do. We still got a good show today. Uh, we will talk about the election. Yes, you heard it. We have a new president-elect, and I want to get out, get it off our chest and talk about it. And, uh, and then we'll get to the candy interview, and, and then we'll play a classic dirt sheet from uh, the archives. Still got the country rap tune as well. Alright, uh, let's get it started with Kill Yourself and Start Over. The first segment, the A Block, Kill Yourself and Start Over on Inside the Cave. Jello Beats, holla at me. Now, I know everybody has Donald Trump. Can we find something else other than Donald Trump to, to give Kill Yourself and Start Over to? Yeah, no no doubt. Okay, who you got? Who you got, Big? Oh, no, sorry. Who you got, Joe Dirk? See here. Oh yeah, you know what? I got one. Um, cops, Chicago cops shot another uh, black kid. I think he was 16. Yeah. Out south. So uh, Black Lives Matter went out there to check on the uh, guy's family, and they ran into a lot of uh, white protesters. You know, white protesters would tell them to go home and call them a bunch of niggas and all that stuff. So all them white protesters can kill themselves and start over. I got a feeling it's going to be a lot of that for the next oh, four, yeah. four to eight years. Who you got, big dog? 
Man, I got to give a kill yourself and start over to every minority, every celebrity yeah. that has a platform that want to voice their opinion about not voting. Yeah, and I'm going to have a couple of those guys on this show. We got to talk about that. Great point. Uh, I got a couple of them. Uh, one, I want to give a kill yourself and start over to the Chicago police. Now, five million people were able to celebrate the Chicago Cubs winning the World Series. Right. No problem. But we can't, the police can't. The same government, the Chicago government or whatever, still can't go to the south side of Chicago and stop crime. But five million people can get together. Just amazing. Just amazing. I just want people to let that sink in. And also, I want to give a kill yourself and start over. This is also from uh, one of our listeners. She saw it on uh, on Instagram, and I said, "You know who? You know I'm giving that person kill yourself and start over for this." Uh, everybody who thought that today would be the day that Donald Trump takes over as president. Clearly, you guys don't watch the news. Uh, <laughs> Have never did any what's constitution tests. You guys know nothing. Uh, there's a three month period in between uh, the election and, and the inauguration. So everybody who thought that Donald Trump started uh, this week for president, you guys kill yourselves and start over and kill your education and start over as well. All right, that was uh, kill yourself and start over. Now, uh, let's get into this emails and complaints. Emails and complaints. Emails and complaints with Cousin Lamar on Inside the Cave. Now, here's the thing. I'm only going to read the ones concerning last week's show. uh, Okay. Because we got a lot of them towards it, like, today. Yeah, y'all was right. Y'all was right. You know, Roland. Roland is pretty popular. I'm gonna have Roland on the show. <laughs> I'm gonna have Roland on the show at least once a month now because after what happened with the election, everybody got something to say now. So, uh, hey, who knows? Roland might be on to something. But let's get this. Uh, here we go. Emails and complaints. Uh, Tay. Tay says. Oh, well, all right. Here we go. Tay says, "Tell Joe to kill yourself." For saying he doesn't vote. Not sure if that's part of the character or if he's serious, but it's ridiculous. Joe, please let Tay know how you really feel, brother. Well, Tay, uh, I actually did go and vote because I know the meaning of voting. I hope you went and voted. You know, sometimes you can't take everybody uh, at their word. Sometimes it's just part of the show. And like I said, this is, before, this is actually before the election. All right, and this is interesting. Here we go. Uh, our last guest, who was on the show, Charles Heard. Well, actually, our second to last guest, Charles Heard. He says, "This is before the election. Where did y'all get that guy with the conspiracy theories from?" <laughs> uh, I'm sure I want to know what you think about him now, Charles. Uh, but yeah, he's rolling. He's part of the show. He does the videos, and uh, yeah, man, he's part of the show. All right, here we go. Here's Carol. 
this is why y'all need a female for Cat's Corner because she would tell you like I'm about to tell you that this is that his wife set him up and sent him to that party on purpose because she knew her cousin was a hoe. Oh. Great point. Maybe, maybe she did. You guys remember that letter? Yeah. Yeah, man, that was a good one. <laughs> so is his wife fault that he uh banged everybody at the party? Oh. Just saying that she she Carol thinks it was a setup. <clears throat> All right. And here we go. This is Troy. Well, hold on. Carol gave us that feedback. Anybody got a reply back to uh, Carol? I mean, I think if it was a setup, you know, uh, the wife would have brought it up. I don't think he care if he did get set up. <laughs> he went and banged everything. <laughs> if it was a setup, he wouldn't be wondering should he t- should he tell him. And I think Carol. Yeah, and I think you know, over, over a period of time, the wife would have brought it up anyway. And I think Carol, the, the main point of that guy, uh, hold on, Maestro, that was his name, Maestro. Hey, the main point I think he needs to figure out is, uh, did he have his first gay experience? Forget oh. the wife and all that stuff. He, he, needs, he, he needs to find that out now. Exactly. <laughs> for real, for real. Lay the tape, <laughs> All right, and here we go. We found somebody with a phone that recorded the shit. Yes, sir. All right, here we go. This is Troy. Uh, tell Big Dog he needs to make a mix CD for his rap tunes. Uh, Big mix. Dog, you make mix CDs? Bro, I ain't made no CDs in a while, but you know what? <laughs> Man, who still plays CDs though? Right. <laughs> But but you know what? I'm I'm wondering could could we uh put some up on SoundCloud? Uh you probably could. You probably could. You probably I, I might check into that, you know, just to uh put some out there. There you go, Troy. Keep hyping big dog up, man, making him feel like he's doing something over here. Oh. Yeah, yeah, make some CDs, we'll come out there and give them to you so you can bootleg them. <laughs> big dog gonna make a small some, percentage. Big dog, <laughs> big dog gonna make some CDs. Ain't that some shit? Alright. And here we go. This is our Cheryl. The range of Inside the Cave is unbelievable. I've heard y'all talk to comedians, rappers, singers, activists, and porn stars. You guys are very talented. Yes, we are. Cheryl, we very talented. Yes, we are. Tell somebody that knows somebody to tell somebody that knows somebody about us. Yes, we're very talented. You are right. You are 100% right. Yes. Oh, I got another one too. But here, uh, hold on. I forgot to read that. <laughs> Lance the trucker. Uh, he says, "Big dog is my nigga." <laughs> <laughs> and, and Joe Dirt needs to kill himself and start over. All right. Oh. Lance the trucker. <laughs> why? Lance, you kill yourself and start over for not saying why. All right, and uh, here we go. This Just is from, make sure you ain't driving when you're doing it. And here we go. This is our last one. It's from Slick Rick. Last week's show was on point, and Roland is a good addition to the show. He speaks well. Yes, he does. Yes, he does, Slick Rick. And, uh, I agree. We will have Roland on uh, once again, probably once a month. Oh, I ain't that a bitch. That's all he wrote? 
Yeah, it's all slick Rick wrote. Like I said, this was all before, you know, the election. So, okay. so we will talk more. Look who look, look who's here. Vegas, uh, Vegas, the Vegas brother. <laughs> One half of the Vegas brother. Cousin Lamar. I'm sorry, because I just had to do your job real quick. You got any other feedback other than what I just wrote? No, nah, no, nah, that was it, man. That's oh, it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, like I told everybody else, we got Candy uh, from the Bad Girls Club coming on today. And uh, <clears throat> we're going to uh, get into a little bit, talk more about this election. All right, let's get into this. Cat's uh, not here. I thought she would be here. but uh, So it was Cat's Corner. We're going to call it Big Dog's Outhouse again. All right, here we go. It's time for Big Dog's Outhouse on Inside the Cave. Cat is not here today, so it's back to Big Dog's Outhouse. Big Dog will go first. Uh, Cousin Lamar, did you get it? Yep, yep. All right, let's get into Or, hey, you know what? If you don't want to email us, just keep sending it to me how you've been sending it to me. All right, here you go, uh, Cuz. What we got? All right, so we got uh, we got one in today. It says, um, I've been sleeping with this girl who I just found out has a drug problem. And now that I no longer have the cocaine, she doesn't want to sleep with me no more. But he says he can supply us with the coke, but he wants to sleep with her too. What should I do? Now, before y'all answer, before you get into a big dog, let me just say this. I know people think we make this stuff up. Veli is a creative person. Joe is a creative person. Well, he's an ignorant person. I'm creative and stuff like that. There is nobody on this panel creative enough to come up with these stories. Is, does, is anybody on here, statue of limitation of, has anybody in here slept with a crackhead once or twice? I mean, seriously. Wow. So, crackhead? No, I ain't never slept with no crackhead. If, if I did, I wouldn't tell nobody. <laughs> I wouldn't know if they would. So I just wanna get I just want to I just want to put that out there before Big Dog answers the question and get into it. I just want people to know we don't make this stuff up. This was sent to me for Cat's Corner. Alright, go ahead, dog. Uh, I don't think I'm really qualified to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta direct that to the dirty dean. <laughs> what you know about the dirty dead? <laughs> well, well, Joe, okay, tell us about the time you slept with a crackhead. I've never slept with a crackhead. Okay. So, brother, I don't know what you're going through. But I'll tell you this if you really want to hit that goosey, you better have a threesome with her or a foursome with some coke. You and your boy in the hood. Please don't say coke, Joe. <laughs> Y'all better get y'all white powder Christmas on. <laughs> Please don't say platters of coke, Joe. Platters of coke. I think this is crazy, man, that, that someone's actually going through this. You know, uh, I know people. Go, go, go ahead, Veli. What you think? Crack kids need love, too. Right. I, I think this well, is... You got some ass pussy or something, dude. Hey, it might be your girl from the last dirt sheets. I was thinking about that too. I was just thinking about that. <laughs> I was thinking about that. That's what I was just actually about to say. But how do you get yourself? Like I know that guys. I I know that there's that, that we like to chase, and I know that it. If you get the if you get the pussy, and it's real easy to get that that you know. But. 
she's a crackhead, man. She got a drug problem. Am I the only one that's thinking about this? Like, okay. Now, what type of drugs is it, though? But, but, is it crack? Okay. Or is it cocaine? Okay, cocaine, whatever. Just think about this, Joe. Let's just say, <laughs> hypothetically, me and you got some cocaine and, and well, I might as well just say, and a white girl, because that's what this per- Oh, man, I shouldn't say that. Never mind. Okay, we should say we got a cocaine. <laughs> Y'all know she is a white girl. Anyway, let's well, go. We know you ain't going to edit it out. I'm going to edit it out. I'm going to edit it out. But look, I'm, am I the only one thinking about her overdosing and dying and then us two niggas standing there with our dicks out? <laughs> am I the only person that thinks like that? I mean, it's good. Uh, you know, because it's just going to be one of y'all standing there because I'm leaving. <laughs> All I know is you're going to be in that jail cell waiting your ass off for that ass up to prove that you ain't killed that bitch. Oh, my God. Like, come on, people. Like, there got to be better choices for us as guys, man. Like, this is the problem here, man. Guys, come on, man. Shit. Come on, man. Hey, hey something must be wrong with dudes. That's all he can find is goddamn uh, dope head. I mean, seriously. So, jeez. I'm not the only one that thinks about the, the, the what can go wrong here. Like hey, you know what those I'ma roll eyes out the door. <laughs> hey, Joe, you might want to be careful, man. <laughs> roll out the door right to the curb. Call the police. Gotta have somebody passed out outside. Oh man. Well, nah, that, that was uh Lamar, you got anything? I don't even want crackhead thanks if it's All I'ma say, crackheads need love too, man. Good luck with that, guys. Oh, man, that was. Hey, you, know, you might not want your boy to hit it, man, because he the one with the dope. Yeah. He's a fly. Hey, you'd be in trouble then. You better uh, chop up some uh, plaster. <laughs> All right, that was. Nope. Distribute. He don't smash the crack here. Alright, that was Cat's Corner. Uh you guys can give us your answer. Email us inside the cave podcast at gmail.com. Give us your opinions, your feedback on that, and let us know how you feel. And we got candy coming up next. Follow Inside the Cave on Instagram at Inside the Cave and at Cave Crush for the hottest women on the planet. Like Inside the Cave on Facebook, Inside the Cave Podcast, and follow Inside the Cave on Twitter at Cave Crush. Inside the Cave. Thought-provoking in-ring guide talk with special guests and Cave Crush interviews. You're on the number one show Inside the Cave. Three Lee filmed. Yo, this is Joe Dirt, the host of the Dirt Sheets, the best segment on any podcast. Stay tuned for another classic dirt sheet coming up. Matter of fact, don't even waste your time. Just fast forward to the last 10 minutes of the show and you can hear the best person on this podcast, which is me. When inside the cave. Inside the cave with CB, the leader, Joe Dirt, Dirty Joe, Valley Val, Frugal Valley, Big Dog, Bull Tide, said, <laughs> Cousin Lamar. International D, the international lover, and Cat inside the cave, the number one podcast in Shy. Who said this? Inside the cave. All right, welcome back inside the cave. Make sure you go to insidethecaveblog.com so you can see this week's guest under the cave spotlight. No, 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 under cave crush of the week. She's our cave crush of the week. Welcome to Inside the Cave, the lovely, the beautiful Candy. Candy, how you doing, baby? This is Candy. 
Hey, this is Candy Part Two. Candy Part Two. Candy Take Two. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, oh. Candy, girl, when we get ready to introduce you. Ah, great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect. That's yeah. how I got my name. So that's perfect. Okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll start there. Who named you? My mom actually named me, and um, that song, um, New Edition Candy Girl, was the inspiration for my name. My mom, really, she's obsessed with New Edition. And Charlotte says, when you get rich, you better make sure that if you see new additions, you, you know, you get, get me with them. Get me close to them. But uh, she definitely got my name from that particular song. So that's where it all started. Wow, now that's that's amazing because I'm a big New Edition fan. All right, so is, are you more like Ralph Tresvant or Bobby Brown? I don't know either one of them, actually. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't know Bobby Brown, but I don't really, I'm a little young, um, so I don't really don't, I don't have a, they're not my favorite. Okay, are you like uh? Bell Biv DeBow, don't trust a big button to smile, or are you like Johnny Gill, put on your red dress? You don't know none of this shit, do you? <laughs> no, I don't. Those are like, my mom loves them, but unfortunately, I have, I have not. Shout out to I'm Mama. Oh, well, now I gotta ask. I'm 25. 25? Okay, hold on. Now, you should know a new edition song. Now. 20. Nah, you probably. I know Candy Girl. I know a few of them when I hear them, but I'm I'm not like a diehard fan. So unfortunately. Nah, she wouldn't know that, Joe. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Yes, I know that one. That's a, that's one that that's I actually know if I hear it. Oh, so shocked the shit out yeah, of me. Yeah, I know that one. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Candy. Candy Girl. Okay, tell us. Tell us what you'll be doing, because I got some questions for you later on. Uh, what you will be doing on the Bad Girls Club? Being a bad girl? No, I'm kidding. Okay. But um, basically, what I would be doing is just, I would just be being myself. You know, it's not scripted. So mm-hmm. the thing about it that you're, you're literally just living your life. You're living your life, but it's just on the camera. So everything that was done chose to be on the Bad Girls Club? I went through the longest interview process you could think of. Um, it was maybe about a five-month stretch. I would say the interview process was at least 
six-month stretch before you actually have the official pack your bag, you need to be here in 24 hours. So basically the first step was the open call. And then the second step after that was just, um, I did an online um, face-to-face Skype interview with one of the producers. They wanted to meet my mom. And then they wanted to, you know, hear embarrassing stories and everything like that. Then you got, you make your casting tape, which is, that, that's really what took the longest because they want to sit and watch you. They want to they know what you do on a, a day-to-day basis. So I did the casting tape, sent that in. I didn't hear from them for another maybe three months. Then they called me and told me I was, um, they were going to fly me to Los Angeles for the weekend to do another another in-person interview with other, with um, a different producer. And like they, they let you meet with a few psychiatrists. So they want to make sure you're not really great. You know, they want to make sure that you can't really mess nobody up. You know, so... <laughs> They want to make sure you don't want to jump off no dresses like Evelyn Lozada. Exactly. So you're definitely going to go and you're going to see a few psychiatrists. And they just want to get, you know, they want to get into your mental. Mm-hmm. Because that's important. You know, when you're in a house like that, you have to make sure. They, want, they just want to know you ain't that crazy. They want you to be a bad girl, but they don't want you to be mentally crazy. You know, messing people up like that. Wow. <laughs> Okay, uh, do you plan on getting any, on getting it getting to any fights on on the show? Yeah, it's already recorded, so I already yes, I did get into a, a oh, couple of fights. Okay, yes, it's already I've already done the show. The show actually airs September twentieth, so that's in a couple of weeks. And I came in as a replacement. Oh, which when they called me exactly when they called me, I was so let me tell you, I was so devastated. What part of Chicago are you from? I'm the South Side. South Side, okay. All right. You got to take one of them uh, tests. I know the tests that you're talking about. They actually haven't stolen any uh, tissue from work. Hey, hey, can you have guests? Can you have guests? On the show? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, the, the only thing about it, which was so weird, um, you can't have people spend a night unless you're, unless it's like, um, what they called it, like cuddle time or something like that. So basically, to 
So what if you? No, what if you like? Let's just say you you told them that you were with me and Joe. Could me and Joe spend the night with you? Any sex? Any, any any good sex on this on the show? Oh! You have to wait and see. I can't give you all the tea. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> you got cuddle time. You don't know, experience with that, ain't you? <laughs> but no, I'm, you know what? I might have just a little bit familiar with cuddle time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Well, well, I already knew what I was getting myself into. Really? So you're a lesbian? Yes. Oh. I do. I am a lesbian. I've been a lesbian since about, I think, I haven't had a boyfriend since I was in like sixth grade, seventh grade. So just recently, I actually got a little blue and he's a guy. So it's, it's, it's interesting. It's kind of like baby steps for me. But he was, you know, he, he kind of took the cake for a little bit, but... I'm always gonna love the ladies. That's for sure. So. Wow. So you, so you put a whole new spin on the bad girls club. So, oh man. Oh, it's gonna be when I say it's gonna be very interesting. It was one of those situations where I, you know, that's usually the first thing they ask you. Okay, so what's your preference? You know, do you like? And at the time I came in, I had like a girlfriend at the moment that when we were together for about two years. And it was one of those situations where she was nervous. I already knew, you know, what was what time it was. I mean, come on, I'm practically on for two months. If you you gotta put me in a house with all of these women and expect me to be an angel, it's not gonna happen. So yeah. I kinda just, you know, we kinda broke up. We didn't make it out we didn't make it out that relationship. I've moved on, she moved on. We're happier apart, but it happened. Hey, hey you know what? Uh she's not gonna be happy. Now I had a, a a friend back in the day that was trying to explain to me about lesbian relationship. Now is it like a femme and a shim, right, or something like that? Oh, okay, femme and a stud. Okay, that's what they call them. Okay. So who uses that sound better? So who uses a strap on? Yeah, it, it's so much. Oh. Well, when you're a, when you're, <laughs> when you're a lesbian, you're a lesbian. Yeah. 
it's 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 okay for both to both of you guys to get you know to right. give and receive. Oh wow! It depends, but some you know some people don't like it at all. That's just that's not like the main thing in a lesbian sex relationship. That kind of choice. Oh okay, okay. You learn something, man. Yeah. Nah, I'm, I'm I'm learning, man. I'm learning. I'm learning. So let okay, oh, well. Yeah, what did you say? So, so the, 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 these questions don't get get on to. We usually don't ask these questions till later on. But I, I'm just curious. Now we have a, a a great vagina eater on this show. Uh, no name, no blame. But do you think you can out? Do you think you can out eat uh, the vagina eater on this show? Oh, possibly. Whoa, baby. <laughs> I see. That's, that's, that's amazing to me. Well, t- well, well, teach so, us, teach so us something now. I'm, I'm looking. I'm always looking to learn. Teach. Should I use two? Should I use two fingers? Should I use two fingers or three? Oh. See, that's the thing. I'm not into that. I don't like. See, I'm really weird. I really don't like the whole fingers and the vagina thing. I don't like it at all. I think it's childish. Hmm. Uh, that's something that you do like back in the day, but now these days, no, I'm not doing that. Okay. I'm just gonna get straight to it, and then we can, you know. Wow. I just, I, so, so could your girlfriend bring a guy into a relationship just for fun one day? Would you guys try it? Um, no, I don't have a girlfriend anymore. Oh, you don't? Okay. I have a boyfriend. Ah. I'm sorry, I got lost when she started talking about girls, man. I'm sorry, I got lost. I'm sorry, I lost. I forgot everything she said after that. Yeah, he's not like he's a thing about like about my guy. He's like more of like a I always call him a Drake type guy. Oh man, he's a Drake, and and he's so sweet. You know, he's so sweet. He's He's really gentle with me off the strand that he knows that I, I have been dating women all my life practically. I'm 25 years old. I've only been dating him for about a month now. So it's still fresh, you know, whatever. But if I wanted to bring a girl in, he wouldn't mind. I bet he sure would. He wouldn't mind, for one. But it's kind of like, but then it's kind of like, like, for me personally, I've always wanted to be in like a three-way relationship. Me too. And, you know, that's, yeah, that's, you know, that's Talia Mori. And I've always wanted that. So even if I did want to get a Like, I, 
I think it's, it's called polyamorous or something okay. like that. Yeah. Check that out. Hey Joe, you know what? Mm -hmm. It's safe to say we were born ten years too early, brother. Oh man. We were just born a, a decade later, brother. We could have been having three it was no such thing as that. You know how hard it was well I ain't gonna say how hard it was, but girls were such in denial in the nineties about giving head. You know what I mean? Like we high school girls, I don't do that, I don't do that. Now man yeah. you know what and I always talk about that as well. It's like we're in a whole different generation at this yeah. point. It's like Joe, did we have any gay girls in our high school? I don't remember. I don't remember. Really? So when those girls was having sleepovers, they was actually doing more than just sleeping over. They was actually messing oh, up. Let me, oh, let me just give you that right now. Yeah, please. It, it, Thank you for uh, shedding, you know, giving us all this uh, secrets that I didn't, I had no idea what was going on back then, but you are. Uh... Exactly. And you know what? It's so popular now. It's, it's just like a thing. It's like a, a new trend or something. I, I just, I don't know. But I'm just glad that everybody's, you know, getting comfortable with seeing who they are. That's just, that's what's important at this point. Right. Right. Okay. 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 We done got way off subject. We got to get back to the bad girls club. Uh. What else can you What else can you tell us? Uh, give a Can you tease us with, with anything about what we can expect with the Bad Girls Club? Well, this, this particular season, you could definitely, you know, expect. I don't know if you guys watched any other seasons or anything. I haven't honestly watched like since the Big Black Girl was on and she was banging on the pots. I was at a hotel room. Okay, that's 
about it is that this particular season is based off of social media stars. So the thing about it, we each one of us already has a social media platform yeah. where we're what we are already building on. So we already have the followers, we already have the fan base. So basically, at this point, it's like we are we're we're, we're put in the house and we're all basically just we we don't have our phones, mind you. We don't have our phones. We really? don't have any TV, no music, nothing. So basically, it's kind of like eventually you're gonna. It's like an experiment or something. These people are brilliant for this because it's like an, exper- an experiment where you're sitting girls that we all love to take selfies, we love the mirror, we have one house phone, one computer for an email, you know, so it's kind of like, are you really trying to make us go crazy in here, you know, and then you have like a few girls on this season who they get what being a bad girl is misconstrued. So you have some girls that are followers, you have some girls who piggyback off of other girls just to, you know, get a reaction. You have girls who are bullies, in my opinion, because of the fact that everybody says, like, oh, you can't get, some people say you can't get bullies being in the back of the club, but that's not true because at the end of the day, you can be bullied on a regular. And in this season, you know, it was a few girls that actually take on one girl that was like, she's like 90 pounds soaking wet. And it's kind of like, you know, they kind of teamed up on her because she looks different. You know, you're going to see a lot of girls on here with the the implants and the, you know, the, the stuff that you're going to see, you know, that you see in the strip club these days, the girls that are popping right now. Right. They basically picked on, you know, another girl because she looks different and... And that's what made it, it's gonna be, it's probably gonna get really controversial because it's kind of like, what about the people who aren't on the show who, who are getting bullied every day in school for looking different? And you get on Bad Girl Club and you have 13 and 12 and 11 year olds looking up to this show and you guys are making it okay. And it's not, you know, that's not what being a bad girl is. Being a bad girl to me is just standing on your own two feet, having your own backbone. We all went in here not knowing each other. Nobody knew nobody. So it's like, why even, you know, give the viewers something to basically continue to degrade the show about? But at this point, it is a bad girl club, so you're not going to see us going to church. You're not going to see us doing, you know, kumbaya. You're going to see drama, because that's what it is. But yep. we did have some good times. It's going to be good times, bad times. You're going to see a few cries, a few, you know, arguments, unnecessary slapping. But, you know, it was, it was worth it. It was definitely worth it, and it's, and it's going to be very interesting. I, I can definitely say, if you haven't tuned in, definitely tune into Sweet Sixteen. Okay. You're, you're not going to regret it. Okay. Uh, are you friends out of this? I mean, are you cool with the other girls? Y'all still talk? Oh, absolutely. I've made about five friends. Um, the girls that I actually made it to the end with, it, it's about four, four or five of us that we actually, you know, we, we keep a bond going. So. You know, my question is this: How hard is it to to not just if you? Because the whole thing is to make it to the end. So, is it really that hard not to fight nobody down in, in there? Because that's how you get thrown off when you start fighting, right? See, the thing about it is that you're allowed to fight, okay, but you're not allowed to take it to another level. See, again, that's uh. why I said it's like an experiment because you can't. You know, they 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 expect you expect you to fight. That's just when you go above and beyond to hurt someone or, you know, if you just take it to another level of disrespect. Um, in the house, you're going to have
yeah. that was on the tables and, you know, sitting, um, you know, on the tables, the things that you're going to see, centerpieces and stuff, that stuff was glued down to that table. We, we're not able to pick that stuff up and throw that stuff and do all of that. So, you know, it's security everywhere. They know they're dealing with a lot of, you know, all of these, all of these different personalities. So it's, it's kind of like they know what they're doing. But it's only a level of, okay, you're gonna you're going home. You blacked that girl eye. You you hit her too hard. She has to get sent to the hospital. Um, you know, it's that when it gets that serious. But if you pass a few licks, they'll let you pass a few licks, but it's just all about how bad it was. It's like Jerry Springer going wild. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it definitely Jerry Springer going wild for sure. Well, Candy, let me ask you this. What is your plans now? You did the whole Bad Girls thing. Everybody's going to watch it because it's a brand that everybody watches. You go, I mean, it's a big show. Right. So, and I see you got a huge social media presence. What's your plans next? Honestly, I, I just want to build my brand. I want to build Candace. I want, I want to build Candy. I want everybody to know who I am outside of Bad Girls Club and outside of Instagram. Um, the fact that I already had the following beforehand, it makes it that much better because all of my followers already are going to be very, they're going to be eager to see me from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep. You know, and that's what makes it even more interesting. You get to see all of your favorite Instagram. You know how we, literally we had a wall in the house that said, town, no filter. It was a hashtag and it said no filter. And... This is where you're going to get to see all of us in the wrong. No makeup, you know, all the time. No hair done. My hair, you know, your hair ain't cut all the time. It's, that's what's going to make it that much more crazy. Nice, And nice. I just want people to actually get to be able to see me at my weak points, understand that I'm a human. You know, people on Instagram, they, they're going to see me. They're going to see us with filters. They're going to see us dressed up. They're going to see us only showing what we allow. But living in this house, because it was not scripted, you're going to see raw footage. You're going to see from the moment I get up and brush my teeth in the morning, my bad haircut days, or, you know, when I'm weak because at the time me and my ex was going through a really bad breakup. You know, you're going to see a lot of things, you know? So it's, it's kind of like, I just want people to understand it's okay to be them. And that's really what I'm working on at this point, just building candy and building my brand from this point on. This was just a platform. I don't want to be known as Candy from the Bad Girls Club. I want to be known as Candy from the Bad Girls Club, but also she was she did this. And then after that, you seen her in that magazine and after that she you know, she she dresses well. She's a fashionista, she's a she sings, she plays guitar. I want everybody to know everything else. That's what's up, and you know what? We're gonna do that in a second. We're gonna we're, we got some questions for you uh, coming up. That I think that's gonna help at least our listeners uh, get to know you a little bit better. Joe, we got some questions for Candy. Uh, now I know you guys had already asked for these questions before, but I didn't get a chance to ask her. And so just to make it interesting, I got some more questions I need to ask her too. Joe, you ready? Awesome. Let's go. All right. Now I need to know these questions. Of heels on or heels off? Did she say heels off? She said heels off. Okay. Yeah, heels off. Okay, all right. Uh, okay, let's see. Um, doggy style or reverse cowgirl? A doggy style because I'm really not good at the other one, 100%. <laughs> like, I can't even sit here 
on air with all of, you know, I have probably have an ex watching and they'll clown me if I lie. So. <laughs> oh, man. I love your transparency. I love your transparency. Okay, here we go. Uh, shaved uh, landing strip or bush? Oh, oh no, completely sh- nothing. Completely shaved, no type of, I don't need any hangnails none of that i don't want any of that <laughs> <laughs> wow okay uh will we be will we get a tease of any of that uh on, on bad girls club this this season oh oh no you're not gonna get that <laughs> oh you said we get to see everything <laughs> you know what you don't get not that you know they, they're gonna be they're not gonna be too crazy they're they're gonna get still up you know oxygen is still a family camp so. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> okay uh what's the other one uh What's another one, Joe? What's the other one we ask? Uh, to the side or take them off? That's a great question. To the side or take them all the way off? Oh, completely off. I have no time to play. <laughs> We're going to do that. Just right down to it, huh? Oh! Right. All right, Candy. All right, Candy. Uh, I think this, see, I think we're we're getting people to know you a little bit better. I think this is this is helping us out. All right, now, I gotta, I gotta, I'm going to give you a test now. You got to take a test. And this test, oh, no. oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, this test is the, are you really a bad girl? All right? I am really a bad girl. Right. I am. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm a bad girl, and I'm a bad girl with no type of, no type of filter. I don't really, I, I just live my life with no regrets, honestly. Okay. I just, and that's really what makes me a bad girl, because I'm not going to do something and be like, damn, I shouldn't have done that. All right, I got ten. I got ten. I got. All right, I got ten Go questions. Ahead. I got ten questions. I'm gonna ask you, okay? Multiple choice. Okay, come on. How how often do you have sex fantasy dreams? Never. Uh, maybe sometimes, sometimes, or constantly. Duh. Okay, here's number two. You're going out with your friends for the evening. You wear either a knee-length skirt, nice blouse, sensible flats, or jeans, cute t-shirts and pumps, a short skirt, tight top and heels, or the last one, wait, I'm gonna have my clothes on long enough to care. Okay, here's number three. Okay, here's number three. How do you dance? Ballroom and ballet, bobbing up and down, a bit provocative, a bit provocative, or the last one, grinding. Okay, so we're gonna go with grind. We're gonna go with grinding, right? Yeah, we'll go with grinding. Okay, when should you have sex? Not till I'm married. If we've been dating for a really long time, 
as soon as we considered we're steady dating everybody everywhere every day all the time see yeah. how we're gonna see I how really broke the, um, the team. okay all right here we go <laughs> what, what do you generally get called as an insult uh dork goody two shoes a slut or a fucking whore Okay, what'll be the closest one? What do you think? Definitely not the. What was the first one again? Uh, a stodgy old dork. <laughs> What's the second one? <laughs> goody, goody two shoes. The third one is a slut, and the fourth one is a fucking whore. Alright, here you go, here you go. This is number six. You're secluded, you're on a secluded beach. Nobody else is there. Then all of a sudden, the hottest guy or girl you've ever seen walks up to you nude. They come over to you and start to pull your clothes off with a soft touch and seductive voice. What do you say? Number one, ah, get away from me. Somebody help. Or... Um, please go away. I have no idea who you are and I'm uncomfortable. Or, okay, you know I'm dating somebody. Oh, that feels good. And here's the last one. Hey, handsome, pretty huge penis or breast. Strip clothes off and shove, shove vagina against partner's privates. Here's number seven. Have you ever looked at porn? No, nope, not. Oh, here's your choices. Here's your choices. No, nope, not my thing. Yeah, a couple of times, but I, but I like the real thing better. Or heck yeah, best, best when you touch yourself at the same time. Okay, let's stay right there. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's stay right there. What, what, what will we find in your Google search? This is not part of the question, but we just want to know. No, I, I can't tell you. I would be so embarrassed. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be no worse than what Joe Dirt's look at. <laughs> Okay, all right, cool. Okay, let's get to number eight real quick. Have you ever been the subject of porn? Your answers are no, porn is evil. I'm saving myself for the perfect man or woman. No, I'm just not comfortable with that. 
No, but I consider it, duh, I got naked pictures all over the internet. Consider it? Would you consider being in a video? Would you consider being in a porn or or amateur porn or? Here's number nine. You got one more after that. A guy or a girl, even hotter than the one on the beach, starts going out with your best friend. They quickly get well, shall we say, physically in, in love. You really like him or her. What do you do? Here's your options. Say, best friend, how could you have sex so early and proceed to glare at them whenever you see them kiss? Say good for you, best friend. I'm glad you're happy. Just be careful and discreetly leave the room when they start making out. C, say half-heartedly, good catch, best friend. Have sex fantasies about best friend, boyfriend, girlfriend, and almost wish they break up, but never act on these wishes. And the last one, say good job, best friend. He's a hot one. Does he have a big package? Then seduce the hot boyfriend or girlfriend. Which one are you? I don't know. It would probably, probably be the one when I just say, you know, go ahead and I'll sneak out and mind my business. And kind of leave it to myself. All right. Okay, here's the last question. What's your sex status? Be honest. Uh, here's your first one. I'm non-pure. Second one, I'm a virgin or I've had sex only a few times, but the concept of more doesn't bother me. Uh, the third one is I've pretty much seen it all but I don't do everybody I meet and then the last one is look up French kissing oh yeah I'm doing a quiz I guess I should stop having sex I heard somebody say three that's funny Okay, here we go. I need, uh, can you give me your birthday? You don't have to give me the year. Oh, you already told me how old you are, so give me. Yeah. Oh. It's um, July 15th, 1991. Okay. I don't know why they're asking me this, but this is supposed to be part of the test. I don't know why they're asking me all this. But it's, uh, we're, okay. we're trying to see, are you really a bad girl? And the last question is, are you single? Uh, the answer is yes, no, or yes, and show me the others I match. I don't know what that means, so... Are you single? Yes. Um, I'm, I'm, I am single, but I'm like not single. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> we can't be single, but I mean, right. We're, we're not like official, official, but we're official. It's the generation, guys. You gotta, you gotta get the, you gotta get the lingo. Uh -huh. <laughs> like he, like he's not allowed to talk to other people. But if I was to go out, I can be like, yeah, I'm single. It's just all. I guess single, single plays out when. In action and not work.
candy. It says that you are a bad girl. That's what it says. I kid you not. I'll send you the screenshot. It says you are a bad girl. Wow. I took too long to ask questions for you to figure that out. Ah, yeah. Candy, give everybody your social media where they can find you at. My Instagram is at cruel candy. So that's K R U E L underscore K A. I'm sorry, K A N D Y Y. My Snapchat is the same. So that's K R U E L underscore K A N D Y Y. And then my Twitter is Candice H. So that's K A N D Y C E and the letter H. Okay, before I let you go, I heard you talk about this before and I didn't get a chance to ask you about it. What is this drink you have, you and Joe Dirt? Okay, what is yeah, a winnie? So, okay. okay, so the winnie is what you put on your drink. So it's Hennessy and red wine mixed together. And I like it because I was never really a hard drinker, a hard liquor drinker. And I, I started off with wine because I just, I just love wine glasses. I don't know. So it's you know it's really girly, really pretty. So what I do is I'll get my wine glass. Now it's all about the wine, the glass. Mainly, you can't drink Winnie out of a red cup. You don't want to, only because it takes away from the effect. So what I'll do is I'll get my wine glass and I'll put my, my Hennessy and my red wine in in the glass and I'll just sip and it'll still look like you know it's just red wine. But in reality, I'm I'm really getting it in on the side with the Hennessy inside. So it's kind of like a trick mechanism. Ah, okay. Did you drink any Winnie on the show? <laughs> oh, absolutely. When I, the first day I got there, literally, they were like, what's your favorite drink? Like, before I even got there, and they were like, okay, I got to the camping site. I had wine, red wine on deck. But unfortunately, that day, I had to drink out of a red cup because they were like, they didn't know about my wine, about my wine. But from that point on, when we were out at the club and stuff, I was ordered to wear wine in the Hennessy and I would have it in the class like Okay, okay. Candy, I thank you for coming on. You are our cave crush of the week. Now I need you to do me one favor, okay? This is our second okay. this is our second time interviewing you and the co-host of this show, Vellyville, did such a great job, but we just couldn't use it. So can you please give Vellyville a shout out? Can you say something nice to him? Yeah, he was the guy that interviewed you the first time. Like, could you please say say something to him? Because we can't use it. Inside the cave on the cave podcast with Big Dolls Country Rap Tune of the Week. Inside the cave. My president is black, my main back too. And I'll be goddamn if my diamonds ain't blue. My money's dark green and my force is light gray. I'm headed for DC. Anybody feel me? My president is black, my main back too. And I'll be goddamn if my diamonds ain't blue. My money's dark green and my force is light gray. Anybody feel me? My president is black, in fact, he's half white. So even in a racist mind, he's half right. If you have a racist mind, you be aight. The president is black, but his house is all white. 
Rosa Parks sat so Martin Luther could walk. Martin Luther walked so Barack Obama could run. Barack Obama ran so all the children could fly. So I'ma spread my wings. You can meet me in the sky. I already got my own clothes. I already got my own shoes. I was top of Barack. Imagine what I'm going to do. Hello, Miss America. Hey, pretty lady. Red, white, and blue flag. Wave for me, baby. Never thought I'd say this shit. Baby, I'm good. You can keep your puss. I don't want no more push. No more war. No more rag. No more white lies. The president is black. Inside the cage. My made back too. And I'll be goddamn if my diamonds ain't blue. My money's dark green and my force is light gray. Candy from the Bad Girls Club. Much love to you, and shout out to Oxygen for giving us permission to play that interview. Now we're gonna uh, get into a little bit, talk more about this election. Uh, let's talk about it right now. All right, here we go. Uh, I, before we get it, I know it's a lot of. Let me just say this. Yes, for those that don't know, Donald Trump is the new president elect, and there's a lot of p- confusion right now. People are trying to figure out. How did this happen? People are blaming this person, blaming that person, blaming their co-workers, blaming their neighbors and everything like that. I want to take race out of it for a second. We'll get back to that in a little bit. I want you guys to know this. Hillary Clinton, when you sit back and think about it, she didn't have a chance in hell to beat Donald Trump. Here's the reason why. The Republican Party has had a, and Big Dog, you can you can be attested to this. And I think Cousin Lamar, you probably could too. Let me break this down to you. The Republican Party has had a hard-on for the Clintons since the 1990s. Has a straight hard-on for them. They were prepared to go against Hillary Clinton from the moment she joined the Senate race in uh, the 2000s. They were preparing for her. Mitt Romney was supposed to be the one to beat her in 2008. The monkey wrench in the game was Barack Obama. They didn't see him coming. They were prepared for the Clintons. Fox News was created in 1996. That was, they, were, they created Fox News on the Clintons' back. They, the Republican Party has had a hard-on for the Clintons. Fox News was created for Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton to go against them. Rush Limbaugh became a syndicated radio host off the backs of Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton. The Republican Party was ready to go against uh, Hillary Clinton. So that, so you could blame the Democratic Party for not seeing that. Now you want to get throw race into it, we can go that route too, but the, uh, the politics of it is this. The Republican Party they were ready to go against Hillary Clinton since 2008. They just didn't see Barack Obama come. All right, that's that's my take on that, just the politics of it. Uh, but I, you know what, though, CB? Yeah. 
I think people are not really educated on what it takes to elect a president. And, and the reason I say that, because what I think people uh, don't understand is you got 435 representatives, you got 100 senators. They are the ones that elect the president. So the candidate only have to impress them. So whatever candidate decides to run, he just got to persuade those representatives and those senators that he's going to push their agenda forward. Right. You know, the voting that we do is more of the popular vote. Right. The and, 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 and just to add to that, Joe, before you come in, you know, we setting it up by voting for the representatives and the senators for the next presidential election. Because who's ever in office at that time, they're the ones that is going to elect the president. So anytime you see a representative or a senator and they're asking them who they endorse, that's the reason behind it. Right. Yep. I agree. So when people say go out and vote and understand this other stuff on the ticket, people are not being educated about what else on the ticket and what it contributes to. Because exactly. I talk to a lot of people that's uh, 40 years old and, and older, and I was asking them about, you know, the delegates and, and the whole process, and really, people don't know. They know. I guarantee you, if you go tomorrow and ask the average person uh, anything about the election, about you know, what determines the number of delegates, that each state has, or anything, just anything about the presidential election, besides they need to go out and vote, I'm, I'm quite sure they probably can't tell you anything. Yeah. Uh, I was reading up on that, on the electorals and everything. I mean, I knew what the electoral college was and that, you know, elects the president, but uh, as far as uh, the states go and the, re the way you, they get the electorals, there's uh, one per uh, seat in the House of Representatives and two electorals per senator. So, I mean, the way we vote, uh, they supposed to take that into account and get electorals out that way, but we know it don't happen that way. So, uh, as the dog said, you know, it's them, you know, the senators and the representatives, because we could vote all day. And yeah, I did vote because I wanted, you know, yeah, but see, the, the thing is, the voting that we're doing for the for the representatives and the senators is what's setting it up for the for the next election. Right. That, I mean, whoever's in office right now are the only people that those candidates had to convince. Right. And the reason that the electoral college was set up was because they didn't want a rigged system. I was reading that shit too, and it goes all the way back to Alexander Hamilton. That's why we got the electoral college. And you think about that, it started back then, and we haven't progressed to make a better system off of that. If, if either party controls the Senate and the House, that pretty much tells you that the following year, who your president going to be. Yeah. Hmm. So I know we got a Democratic president coming up next. Because no. you want to come in. I doubt it. We're going to get another four years of a uh, Republican. Yeah, because uh, right now they control the house and they the control state. the house and shit. Yeah, mm -hmm. but usually whoever control it, 
if we have an opposite person as the president. Yeah, that particular year. But this time, they control it all. And this happened in so 2008. You're guaranteed next year that you're going to get another uh, Republican uh, president. This 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 happened in 2008 as well. Obama came in with a with a blank check as well. He was Democrat. The, the House and the Senate was Democrat too. So uh, you know. But I mean, it can. I mean, I'm not sure what happened after. I guess once they tell up all the votes, you know. But it, it's kind of seeming like right now. Uh, they controlling it all, right? Yeah, they control the House and the Senate. Yeah, they got everything. Yeah. And the last time this happened. Two years after we went into the Great Depression, and that's gonna happen again. That is fact. so. We're not even out the depression that we currently in. No. When is the next election on the the senators and and the representatives? Two years from now. Okay, so at that time it could change. Now, I think that's around the time when it changed for Obama, correct? That's when he uh, ended up losing the uh, exactly the house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll take it around. What else? What you think? What you think, Lamar? Man, well, um, I don't really got nothing on the, you know, electoral. I always tried to study it and look over it, and I understand it, but explaining it is a whole nother process. But yeah. I just like to, you know, just touch on the, the fact that why, you know, I had hope for Hillary, mm-hmm. but she had so much going against her as yeah. far as, you know, even being a, a viable option. Yeah. I mean, the, the the first thing is being a woman and not, not being sexist or nothing like that. But it's a lot of older people that don't believe in that. They believe that the woman's place is not in, you know, that that the high up position. Yeah. So that that's that's one thing. Yeah. The, the 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 second thing would be the fact that Barack was supporting her. There's a lot of people, even though he has, you know, sixty percent, you know, uh uh capability in addition. There's a lot of people that don't agree with his his views, his tactics, Obamacare, for instance. So that that, that that's the second thing. When he came out and openly endorsed her, they holding hands and hugging each other, walking out on the side. I said, oh, okay, it's, it's a wrap. And then the last thing is, is kind of piggybacking on the, on, on the second is the fact that um, a vote for her would essentially be a vote for Obama to continue his legacy and continue everything going on. And a lot so, of people didn't want that. <laughs> and, and also to be just like putting Bill back in office. Exactly. Exactly. And and I, I heard a lot of people, uh, mainly white, but a lot of black people, uh, just barbershop talk, you know, saying, hey, I'm voting for Trump. And I'm looking, you know, looking around like, did he just say what I think he said? Yeah. And he was most serious, you know. Most of the guys I talked to, yeah, NRA guys, you know, the guys real big. Mm-hmm. Guys, mm-hmm. Their whole thing was, "Fuck Hillary," you know. I want my guns and and yep. else. That's all they're concerned about. Yeah, I ran into a lot of people like that too, dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's all they but want. Honestly, I I know some guys that are NRA guys, and and they understand the flaws in all the laws that are already in place. But their biggest argument is the laws are not being enforced, that we don't need new laws. They just need to enforce the laws that are already in place. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, I look at it like this. Trump approached this whole, um, his whole approach was from a business standpoint. He came in, he observed the room, and whatever kind of picket signs or whatever chant or rant that 
the people yelled out, that's what he fed to. And 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 the Democratic Party kind of looked over a lot of places because they felt like they just automatically had those states. Well, look, yeah. well, look, oh, you know, you know that's, that's a lot of places she didn't even, she well, didn't even decide to go back that, to. And that was gonna be my second point. And I'm, I'm gonna tell you what happened, and that's why I said you can relate to that. Go ahead, Valley. I'll let you get in before I touch touch on that. I think you. Oh, what's going on, guys? What up? What up? Um, well, I'm gonna start off by saying I'm gonna give credit where credit is due, and I'm gonna shout out my man CB for even calling this a year ago. And I mean, what well, we have 60 episodes in, and if you don't believe me, go check back to episode one, two, three, however you fucking want to go. But I don't know. It's today it's funny because there's a lot of people, a couple people at my job seem surprised, but. You know, I'm walking around as if I voted for him. I'm like, honestly, I'm not surprised. I mean, with so much shit going on in the world, why why should you be surprised? And and cuz and Dog just brought up a good point. A lot of people didn't want the Clinton name back in the White House. So that was a default for her because of her husband, because yeah. of Obama. Yeah. Um, earlier, you know, it, it was heavy on my mind. But honestly, I said, man, you know what? It don't really matter who's in office, Democrat, Republican. Because we still got to go about our business every day as, as men, as fathers, as people. You know what I mean? Still got to get up when the alarm clock go off. Still got to go to work. Still got to do what I have to do no matter who's in the office. So I don't know what's going to happen. I know I've been, you know, I was born in, in 80. And I know um, from my time on earth, we have four Republicans and two Democrats. So it's not like it's a, it's a surprise that we have a Republican in the office. Maybe they think because the way of him approaching the scene, like you said, maybe business minded, but he came straight out like, hey, this is me and this who I am. And some people like that. He didn't have shit. He didn't he didn't run from stuff. He hey, he got around a lot of questions without answering it also. Mm-hmm. His but, taxes. But, but what wow. he but what he did, Veli, he did he went in and took everybody's personal feelings and exposed it. His crowd. He took their personal feelings and exposed it. So when you saw, because everybody was like, how is there still undecided voters? 33% of of America claimed that they were uh, undecided voters the day of the election. Those are the people that didn't want to let people know that they were voting for Trump. Those are the undercover Trump supporters. They didn't want to let people know how prejudice And their true feelings about a lot of things that's going on yeah. right now. Big dog, before yes, before you get into that, let me just say something to on the politics side of it. Then we'll get into the to the uh, the racial side of it. Everybody's trying to figure out how did Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan not go Democrat? Well, I'm gonna explain it to you in a nutshell, without saying how I personally know this. Uh, in 2008, they the reason why Wisconsin is a gov- uh, is a union state or a democratic state is of the unions. In 2007, uh, the Republican Party knew what they were doing. They had this planned out. It just Obama gave them the monkey wrench. They gutted out Wisconsin. Big dog, you know where, 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 where the people from Wisconsin they are scattered out. Janesville was a big plant. This is a General Motors plant. I'm sorry to say the name, but the Janesville was a big fucking plant. Now those people are scattered about between Texas 
and and Indiana and, and other places. That that whole that whole Janesville area is gutted. That's their vote right there. Yeah, the coal miners. Go to Detroit. Go to Detroit. Go to Michigan. They have. I don't know if you got Lamar. I don't know if you've been to Detroit. I've been to Detroit recently. It looks like shit. Yeah, it's, 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 it's it's it looks worse than Gary. Seriously, or it's probably neck and neck with Gary, Indiana. And I don't know if you guys been to Gary, Indiana lately, but Jesus Christ, it is. They knew what they were doing. It was set up. This is a setup. These people knew what they were doing. It was just that Obama threw them for the monkey wrench because he was he he had all the suave of a guy that anybody could vote for. He was biracial and he just was a good talker and a good speaker. But they were planning on this from the beginning. They gutted out these big cities and turned them into Republican into Republican states. So when you get a, a regular candidate in there, which Hillary Clinton was, she was a regular candidate. The, the map the map showed it. It's serious. They were waiting on Milwaukee and Detroit. There's when nothing. You start talking about the economy, CD, you know, CB, and uh, like you know the you know the coal miners. Yeah. Oh it my. didn't matter what the candidate had to say. It was already made up. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? That was it. And that's those the, people out. Those people out of work. Bro, but look, that's the dumbest thing. This is why I need people to do is use your education. Donald Trump is not bringing back coal mining into America. He's not bringing back manufacturing. Oh, my God. Look, look, I don't know if you guys been into a, a, a manufacturing plant lately. But, but CCB, the thing that he did is just like you said earlier. He played to that. Yeah. Whatever they was pissed off about. That's what Donald Trump used to run on. Exactly. He's a businessman. When Just I, like he sit there and he gloat about exploiting all the laws and everything in place right now. So he don't have to play, uh, pay taxes and every goddamn thing else. He used that to win over the popular vote. And, and I don't understand how people think that he's bringing back coal mining. That's the dumbest thing. I, I remember when I first started, I'm sorry, I hate to talk, talk about me all the time. I started at 19. I would go to work. I would get eight hours of work. I would look like, and I was just working on, on, on engines. I would come out looking like a fucking mud ball, uh, welding dust, dust on me and all that stuff. And technology has advanced to the point now I come to work. I can go to work now with the same clothes I would wear to the mall or anywhere else. You guys think that he's bringing back coal mine? And nobody in America is going underneath no ground and coming out with it. Them days are over with. They have exactly. com- they have computers now. Them days are over with. All right, the, get an education. This this is what this is new America. You're gonna have America to get has education. Progress, like you said, and uh, like work smarter, uh, not harder. They just yeah, like work. y'all said, you know, smarter, not harder. That's what it is. Played today, feelings. Uh, the Rust Belt, which he won, that got him the election. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all thought, okay, we get him in, uh, we can get some manufacturing jobs back here. That shit is not coming back. And even if it was to come back, you don't have anybody to work those jobs. Exactly. Uh, the generation after us is not working in a manufacturing plant. Yep. And the other guys. My that, child is not working in a manufacturing plant. And the guys that, that used FedEx. to do it is too old to get back in there and do that stuff now, man. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I see the shit at FedEx. You know how hard it is for them to find a young person to come in and deliver some damn packages? You got people that's on these computers all day and, and they're, they're, not, they're not thinking like, man, I'm going to get up and sweat no, all day. Take. 
age. They they trying to find some out. They're not trying to work, man. It's hard to get these little motherfuckers up to go to work at McDonald's. Exactly. Exactly. And, and it's just, but go back to like the landscape because people really do not understand how he lost Pennsylvania or she lost Pennsylvania, Michigan, and uh, and, and Wisconsin. That was just, <coughs> that, the politics, that was just smart on the Republican Party. They gutted, they gutted out those cities, brother. And if you look even in Chicago, look at look at the manufacturing jobs in Chicago. I think it's only Ford left. You got a, what? I mean, they knew what they were doing. This this stuff was done by design, brother. They they gutted out these jobs, man, and they spread it out the 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 the, the concrete union people that would and then on top of that half of the union workers didn't even vote for their party in the first place that's a subject for another day that i'm not at privilege to talk about on this show but brother you don't want to get me started on that oh, man. but you know if, if you think about it if you can win the popular vote and lose the electoral your vote mm-hmm. what does that tell you yeah just yeah. it doesn't matter how Gore. what's that belly i said ask al gore he know about that's why I say Trump getting these you know the American people all hyped up to really set the stage for the next election because whatever whatever representatives and and, and senators are in office right now they're the ones that are going to decide on who the president is going to be you know what I'm saying so getting the people all riled up is really just setting the stage for the next election, bro. I mean, you know, I mean, it's no, no matter how you slice it. And that's why I see, I've been reading some things where they're talking about they uh, need to change, and they do need to change it. Uh, when you go and vote, you know, it's, it should be just like if you're going to vote locally. Your vote should mean something. So, you know, I don't understand why you just they just don't do it by counties. You know, whatever county, you know, uh, vote for whatever uh, party, whoever win that county, get the electoral from that county. I mean, it's simple as hell, but it's just a way for them to continue to uh, hold some shit. Yeah. Now, let's talk about the rape. that hard to motherfucking fix. Let's talk about the uh, the racial side of, of this. Every, <laughs> there's a lot of people trying to figure out how this happened, and uh, just give me y'all opinion, because I know... Like I said uh, earlier, man, it's not really hard to figure out. It's just most of the people who... Uh, it, it, two things to me. Most of the white people who don't normally vote came out and voted. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing is Hillary Clinton didn't get all the votes, all the Obama's votes. No. He, she couldn't carry Obama people and then, like all the young people who was um, who can vote now, they don't see uh, you know the importance of it. I mean, we are not we are outnumbered anyway, right? Yeah. Correct. Okay, so with that being said, we outnumbered, and you got people that have the platform, and they're telling people that they're not voting to add on to that. So it's really nothing to figure out. You're encouraging your own people not to vote. Yeah. Right. Saying that your vote don't count. Yeah. Instead of saying that your vote don't count for 
this president educate people on what it takes to elect a president? Because there's other stuff that's on the bill. You know, you got other races, state representative races, damn judges and shit. Yeah. You need to go vote. Yeah. Because the judge that you don't go and vote for be the person that's uh, trying your case if you do something wrong. Exactly. Exactly. Now, here's the thing with me. What I just thought about it, and I put it in, 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 in full perspective which is going the saddest day in America you guys think 11-9 was the saddest day in America inauguration day for Donald Trump would be the saddest day in America because Hillary Clinton lost the election but the torch will be passed by Barack Obama to Donald Trump and he's going to have to pass that torch in front of that pro-Trump crowd that's going to be racist and yelling out monkeys, na-na-na-na, hey-hey-hey, goodbye, cussing them out, giving the middle finger, get the fuck out of our country, all that stuff. And he's not even the one who lost, but Inauguration Day, and he's going to hold his head up high and do his job on his last minute as president. But that would be the saddest day because Hillary Clinton don't have to pass the torch. She came out 12 hours after she lost and made a speech, good for her, but Obama... The next three months, we'll have to make this very nice for Trump, like he was did by Bush. And on the on the on uh, on his inauguration day, he will have to show up. He won't do like how Cheney did. Cheney didn't even show up for uh, Obama's inauguration day. He just walked up there toward the end and shit. Obama will have to show up, sit there throughout the inauguration. They will announce him in front of that pro-Trump crowd. They will boo the hell out of him and his wife, our first lady. And then, as he getting sworn in, Obama had to shake his hand, pat him on the back, and then they will escort him out and watch the crowd's reaction. That's all I keep thinking about. And no, I feel, and, and I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, hey, and I feel so bad. I feel like we let him down as a as a as a community. We let him down. He asked us to do that, and we let him down. We did that. That's the truth. You don't think Hillary had nothing to do with that either? I'm just Hillary saying. Hillary was, was unelectable anyway. I understand that. But that man, as, for me being a union guy, to see that my own union brothers didn't even vote for the guy who saved their job. We make good money, and that's because of him. Donald Trump and, and his party, they didn't want us to even have a job. This man saved our job. You say however you want to say it. He's the reason why you're making that kind of money, why you sitting up in the nice houses and buying new cars and all that kind of stuff. You could thank Obama for that. And that's a fact, brother. That happened in 2010. That's a 2010. That That's a fact. So I'm talking to my people. And, and for you guys to not vote for the, the man who saved, the man in his party that saved your job, you guys kill yourself and start over. That's a fact. You could say it's Hillary whatever, but that man personally asked. He said, my legacy is on the line. And so let me tell you this. When he's out, this is what's going to happen. All the gay, all the, all the advancements that the gay community has made, that's gone. Obamacare is gone. Okay? And that's stupid. That's gone. I think that's one of the dumbest things. I don't mean to cut you off, but it's one thing to uh, uh, try to tweak Obamacare, but to repeal it and get rid of it. It's gone. How you send people back to the point where nobody got insurance? I'm, I'm going to say this. He's going. He said he wants to make America great again. He's going backwards, brother. He said it. He told you what he wanted to do. All that, all that hype to get in the office is one thing. 
But see, one thing that nobody's hardly speaking on. If they control in the House and the Senate. You got a blank check. And you got the president. Okay, it can't be no more walking out saying they can't get nothing done. I don't have nobody to work to work with me. Mm-hmm. I can't get nothing accomplished. The reason everything is so bad is because, you know, your Democratic uh, president won't, you know, he's not willing to work with us. Yeah. He's not He's not willing to give a little bit. Now it's all on them. Yep. So all that hype, if shit goes bad, it's all on them. But it, it's not going to go bad, dog. It's going to go backwards. He said it. Not necessarily, bro. He said it. He's taking, he's repealing everything that this man yeah. did. He said a whole lot of things, but if you think about it, it's a real good chance because, I mean, all you got to stand on now is hope, right? Yeah. Okay. So, if they saying they're going to make everything so great, so much better, they got full control right now. So, there's nobody else to blame if the shit don't go right. Oh, they'll find somebody to blame. Oh, they're going to find somebody to blame. There's still Democrats out there. Oh, yeah. There's still Republicans in the House and the Senate that oh, don't. We, we are a, they, a divided country. Majority. Yeah, we are a divided country. Yeah. They control the majority, so anytime they're at the table negotiating, they can't, they can't blame nobody. But, Big Dog, you're talking as if you're talking to a bunch of reasonable, smart people. You're also talking to the people that help elect this motherfucker. So you also obviously know they're not smart. So They are the people that elected him. Yeah. They don't think And like the thing that. is, if they want to stay in office, they got to do something, bro. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I got a hypothetical question. Yep. I asked, I asked the message this earlier. Now, let's just say Trump was a Democrat and he beat Hillary just like Hillary beat Bernie Sanders. He beat Hillary with the same stuff he's doing now. He beat her, and he's in the you know presidential election against whatever Republican. Do do we still vote him in? He's a Democrat now. How do we? How do you feel about him as your nominee as a Democrat? Knowing the same shit he's done, nothing has changed except his party. He's a Democrat. Well, for me, are you both Republican? Well, are you voting for him, or are you not voting at all? Well, I'll be honest. I tell everybody this. I said it in two thousand and seven. He wouldn't have made it that far. What? Well, well, no, no, he sure would not. Well, but, well, but it, if he hypothetically, if he did, it, if it, he was to beat Hillary because of the same reasons he beat her in the election, because guys, they want her office. If it, I'm telling you right now, until I'm rich enough to be a Republican, I was gonna always vote Democrat. I'm not rich enough to be a Republican, so that's me. That's that's. I don't care if it was Obama on the ticket or not. Until I'm rich, I'm vote. I'm voting for what's feeding me and my family. So I get what you're saying, Billy. I probably I probably wouldn't even vote it. Now my second question. With a uh, good conscience, go ahead. No, I was gonna say my second question is: If Bernie Sanders would have beat Hillary, would the outcome be the same? Would Donald Trump? No, I think I think Bernie Sanders would won. I don't know, bro. I don't. I don't know. Because he would have, he would have carried like all Obama supporters. I think he would have won Michigan. He would have got more of those white man voters. Yeah. yeah. I think he would have won Michigan. I, I don't think he would have won Wisconsin. I think he would have won Michigan, and I think he would have won Pennsylvania. But Florida, North Carolina, and um, 
in uh in Wisconsin, I think he would have lost that regardless. So I'm not for sure if he would have won or not. He would have lost what, the popular vote or electoral vote? I think he would have lost both. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Just just a hypothetical I was thinking about earlier talking to the wife about. We were just having a quick conversation. But look, let me just say this before we. Uh, yeah, you got some undercover mm-hmm, uh, representatives and senators. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they feel the same way Trump feel. Yeah. Yep. Trump is just a puppet to put it out there. Yeah. That's the scary part, and I feel yeah. like this. I was uh, uh, thinking about this, man. The two things that really scare me about this dude being the president. As you know, we dealt with uh, George Bush dumbass, and even with Reagan in the Reagan era, him locking everybody up. But you know, he never came out and said anything towards the police and him them killing all these minorities. So you know what that does for the police now, since he's in office, that empowers them. They, so that, that shit is not going to stop. They it's going to continue. They endorsed him, and what yeah, he endorsed him, and so it's going to continue because he's not. Uh, has not, or I don't think he is ever going to say anything against them. And he called himself the law and order president. And and all them body cams and stuff like that, they're going to get rid of that. So, I'm sure they are. So you're not going to be... They're going to outlaw... Uh, they're not doing shit anyway. Well, let me tell right, you... I'm sure they're going to outlaw uh, uh, people videotaping them. Yeah. The second thing yeah. is all the ignorant-ass white people that voted for them, the people with the ignorant mentality, is going to empower them to come out and when they see you on the street, say something stupid to you. It's already happened. <laughs> they asked for yeah, yeah, I mean, it empowers them now. They think, oh, man, you know, we got somebody that feel the way I feel in the office now. I can come out and say how I feel. Hey, but on the flip side of that, who just who's about to leave out of office? Obama. Obama. Exactly. So how did we feel when he got elected? Yeah. So I see yeah, exactly but, what you're saying, Joe. Yeah, I'm but you, I'm gonna tell you we felt empowered because we had a black person in there. That we we thinking, you know, I could tell my son we had a black president. Mm-hmm. Maybe he could do that. Now these ignorant motherfuckers, they thinking, oh shit, I can go out here and say what the hell I want to. Not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I tell you what, the next time you want to go apply for that job in that high position, and they tell you that you're not qualified, <laughs> you tell that motherfucker to kill themselves and start over. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't lying. Yeah. Donald but Trump. Hey. Become the president, there's no way in the hell you can tell me I'm not qualified. Facts. Yeah, you ain't lying. Yeah. Facts, dog. I, I'll hey, wait. But, but you know what? Not, <laughs> uh, why do people love... I, this I look at it with, with Donald Trump, though. I think about two people in mind. Bernie Mac, and this this swaying off, you know how I think, but Bernie Mac and Tupac. <laughs> why I say them two because people love them. Why? Because they say shit that other people thinking but don't want to say. Exactly. Uh-huh. And you have Donald Trump. Yeah. People love Tupac because honestly, a lot of people fear Tupac. He say shit they don't want to say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bernie Mac, he told you, I'm gonna say shit you think it, but you won't say it. And motherfuckers love Bernie Mac. Donald Trump said, guess what? I know you don't like that Hispanic being over here illegally. Guess what? I'm saying you gotta say shit. You just make sure you vote for me, and that's that's how I look at you know as that as my point of view. People feel like they have a voice. That he's their voice. The voice of stupidity. However you want to put it, he's their voice. And you know what? Let me. In all fairness, because there is a lot of people that voted for Trump for their own personal reason. I get if you let me tell you something. If if you're rich 
I totally 100% know why you voted for Republican and voted Donald Trump. If you're rich, you're supposed to vote for Republican. I There's get a bunch that. of billionaires that didn't vote for him. Exactly. But, but, but I get the motherfuckers it. that really got money ain't trying to hear none of that shit Trump but, talking about. But, yeah, but if you did, I get it. If you're overly religious, I get why you voted conservative. I've, I, I get it. I don't might not agree with it, but I get. And you know what? If you're racist, I totally get reason why you voted for Donald Trump. I get it. Here's the thing. That, now, that's only a third of the country, believe it or not. That's only a third of the country. I don't understand hardworking motherfuckers that voted for Trump. You motherfuckers can't even go in his the lobby of his hotels. Right. How many yeah. times? How many times have what we been talking about? You talking about white people here, though? They can't. The people that support him can't even eat dinner at his. Yeah, but they not thinking about that. You talking about the? Uh, I, I try to be funny, but you talking about the the impoverished white people. That's what I'm saying. They feel like they did something and succeeded in something. And that's what I'm saying. That's the one that Trump played. Like, huh? That's that. That's the one that Trump prayed on. Yeah. yeah, and they feel like us, the, us five right here. They feel like we better than them. Yep. See, I, they don't like that shit. Right. We so fucked up. We go out and encourage our own people not to vote. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't get it. I don't think I heard any other races do that. No. We do a lot of shit other races don't do. Yeah. Negative. Hey dog, we should have just, just voted for Gary Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> hey, on the real though, them impoverished white people see uh, that black person talking about they live in this area in this neighborhood. They know they ain't got that. That pisses them off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna t- tell you this line, and I'm pretty sure Joe got it, CB got it, dog got it, Cuz got it. This chick at my job said, "So, so Drew, uh, where you where you stay at?" I said, "I stay in, you know." Told him my city. Oh, okay. You got an apartment? He said, no, I got a house. Oh, oh, okay, good for you. And I just laughed to myself, like, shit, bitch, you ain't the only one who can get a house. Right. Like you said, you made a great point, because I see people. You, you, you know people you might work with that you're doing way better than. Yeah, and that don't, make, that don't make no sense. I don't get that. Yeah, you work next to on the same, especially the situation I'm in. We work at the same place, make the same amount of money, and you trying to figure out, hey, how you get that? That's the, hey, dog, do you hear people that say that? <laughs> hey, hey, how you get she that? said it in a surprising manner. See, oh, see, oh, okay, uh, I don't have that problem, see, because motherfucker, no, I don't play that. <laughs> hey, like, and you know, I make it clear. Even before you left KC, it was, it was known that just because they see me and you talking shit, yeah. <laughs> that don't mean they can come up to me and talk shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That shit understood, bro. How many times have I made that point? Oh uh, yeah, you you, you, you put a foot down, dog. <laughs> no, he ain't that lying. That shit though. was a, was established straight out the gate. No, he ain't lying though. <laughs> he ain't lying. He ain't lying. You can't just walk up to me and talk crazy. <laughs> Like it's all good, bro. And you know what? Yeah. It's crazy because they would see me over there just shooting the shit all day, jumping over tables and shit. Just you know, and so they probably trying to figure out like what the fuck. Because <laughs> they couldn't figure out what was the connection between me and CB. Because it really, if you from the outside looking in, you there really ain't no. We ain't got nothing to comment. <laughs> I'm a loud mouth shit talking buff, and this dude just stand there looking at you crazy all day. <laughs> <laughs> 
and Joe just made me think. Like you said, you got people out there that might be mad because all five of us doing better than them. Maybe oh, yeah. think about this dude, I, this other dude I work with who I had to check, white guy. Hopefully he ain't said shit to me then. Once I got in his ass real quick, he ain't said shit to me then. Hey, I bring up another point, man. You got to think about some of the uh, other minorities that voted for him. Oh, yeah. I deal with this shit at work on a daily. A lot of the Middle Eastern people that he's talking about kicking out the country, they voted for him. Wow. <laughs> right. Wow. Seriously, because they feel like they um they, they feel like they, black people are the lowest people on the totem pole. They got their class system and they wanna be white. They feel like they uh agree with the white people. They feel like they them. Hey, I, uh, uh, hey Joe, uh, Joe, 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 can I cut you off for one second? Can you can, can you we got we got like two advertisers coming up, man. You gonna scare a lot of people off, man, by, by your uh, your black power, pro black. Uh, it, ain't, it ain't that. I'm, I'm just, just speaking I, the truth. I know, man. I know, but I'm telling you, I'm talking about anyone that I've talked to and the people that I heard. Because the Mexican dude, told me there mouth. you go again. Now you saying Mexican? Come on, Joe. Come on, man. I mean, too. Well, what is he? Black. <laughs> now I say he was a Latin guy. Right. <laughs> told me out his mouth that he was voting for Donald Trump because. Uh, What's the other guy? That was the Republican, the Hispanic guy. Uh, he didn't get the uh, nomination. Nobody knows him. Yeah, so. Whatever. Hey, hey, Joe. Do they get the nomination? Hey, hey, you know what? Joe, you got a. Joe, you got a. Donald Trump talking about building the wall. Hey, Joe, you got any niggas you want to get off your chest too? You want to say some niggas? Hey, see, now that's you. I ain't saying nothing now wrong. Okay. I I've been politically correct. Okay. He said all the niggas that didn't vote. I know one thing. Being out here in the Midwest. Yeah, people from Africa. They don't like the black people over here. No. <laughs> they feel we the laziest bunch of motherfuckers they ever seen before. Yeah, not all of them. Not, 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 all not, of them. not all of them because, I mean, don't get me wrong, but it's a large percentage of them that, that feel that way. And see, that's why, that's why I always say that when people start talking about race, it's kind of hard to have an honest conversation because you can't just put everybody in a fucking boat. It's what they you got, see. You got, you got good and bad in every race. Yeah. It's the way the media display us and how the uh, other countries see us when they watch American TV. And that's how we do ourselves too, though. We, we right. can't away away from the blame. We do a lot of silly shit too. Hey guys, yeah. all right, I gotta move yeah. on. Because Inside, yeah. the Inside the cave. 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 You're on the number the one cave. show. Inside the cave. Three Lee Films.